colorism today, its existence, even in the past, its existence, its usage, disgusts me. Hello, this is Rachel, one of the co-hosts of Dark Sugar Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be talking about colorism. Like, light-skinned people aren't better. You aren't better because you're light-skinned and have white hair, loose, straight, fine hair. You aren't better. You aren't prettier. Like, and prettier people... Even if you think someone's prettier, they're not more deserving of a job or of a campaign of a like because they're prettier. You know what I mean? Like vibe with things because it connects with you connect with it or don't not not because you think it meets some standard. So that's my tr- like, and also <laughs> we know white people like when I see white person, I know that they have like different variations in the shade of white, in the shade of beige, tan, whatever, like not tan, beige of or off white, whatever, like it's that color, is that shade. They have different variations and they're not all the same. Black people, it isn't just like three categories of or two categories of black people. Like it isn't just light skin and dark skin or brown paper bag or not, you know, like it isn't just light skin, brown skin dark skin or black skin it isn't that um we look so different we are a variety of people and i think because we're so separated and isolated from each other a lot of the times um and we only see some people some people are isolated some people will live in flourishing black communities some people do where there's majority black people around um or majority brown people around like and but some people only see the media what is on the broadcast news and television stations they only see what's on what gets to the you know harkins theater um i know there's so many more smaller films that people do nowadays especially nowadays since the iphone has an amazing camera people do small films all the time and we don't hear about that and we don't see that all the time it's just the mainstream media so, you know, because we're so isolated, we, and because we're so emotionally abused and damaged and trauma, tra- traumatized because of that, we are blinded to the reality that colorism shouldn't exist because it's just not necessarily even true to the eye, you know? Like, I think lights the light skin complex that people have they don't even call it a light skin complex they call it um educated they call it not ghetto they they call it you know successful and that's messed up because you know, you should just say, if you're going to go there, then go there. Go all the way. Go to racism. Say it's white. Say you're acting white, you know? And the thing is, I hate that even. I hate, like, 
people denoting like behaviors to being white or black because that is so ignorant you know not you're not just one way because you're black and you're not just one way because you're white you're not just one way because you are black and you were raised everybody was raised and like it's not that people you can't say someone's raised white or black because you know what they're raised they do everything white or black i do everything while black someone who's white does everything while white someone who's latinx does everything while they're latina latinx and like it doesn't change we don't like no um and the thing is this funny thing is our skin color like getting into actual getting into the look of it our skin color changes all the time maybe not everybody's but for me like i'm a brown person and on the spectrum i'm pretty like in the middle and sometimes i'm more left and sometimes i'm more right depending on how much sun i get and i love every color every shade every time i turn a different color if i turn darker i love it if i turn paler i love it i just love me no matter what because i'm still brown i'm not like white and I'm, you know, not that it's bad to be light. It's like, oh, God, never mind. But see, like, I'm going in there and I don't like that area where you go in and you have to justify everything you say. But it's like you have to kind of justify everything you say. Like, why did you say that? Some people I'm like, why do you choose to say what you said? Like, do you actually feel that way? Why? And um, in terms of colorism, like, I hate when people treat people differently because because of the way they look i just hate that and i know this is so it's becoming really basic right now in this conversation but um you know when i was younger just because i was darker someone's mom my friend's mom said that i should i would be her slave if we were living in harriet tubman's time and I'm like, what? And this, okay, mind you, these people were white. Like, a black person didn't say this to me. And colorism usually happens within the black community. But that is some anti-blackness to the T. And anti-blackness is the heart of colorism. That is just what that shit is. Like, because... Usually people talk positively about light-skinned people and negatively about dark-skinned people. And so even though the even though someone said that to me and they weren't black, it still hurt. Ooh, it hurts so much. And I think that's where that's where I want to talk about the black community, of course, and things that only happen to us. But I also want to talk about the real traumas that people who aren't black do just because they're ignorance. Like, I feel like black, the black community, uh, we spend so much time trying to teach ourselves, our friends, our kids, our moms, our dads, you know, our relatives. We spend so much time, our colleagues, our scholars, trying to teach each other that we don't spend enough time you know honestly giving ourselves a pat on the back for doing that for teaching us for for educating ourselves for doing the research for knowing the facts for um being in touch we don't give ourselves a pat on the back and celebrate ourselves enough i want to say um i think we are workaholics and we're knowledgeaholics we just 
you know, we're told that we were wrong for so long that we will do everything to prove that we are right and make sure that we're truly right. And we'll show you receipts. And, you know, not everybody has to teach, be the ones to teach the white people because that's extra work. You're already teaching yourselves and, you know, barely passing the class. And now you got to teach some people who are like in kindergarten <laughs> in terms of like the levels of the lesson. So I understand teaching white people isn't, you know, something that should be mandatory. But me saying the story of that, you know, white lady who said that to me, I should be her. I, sh I would be her daughter's slave if we were in the time of Harriet Tubman because we were learning about Harriet Tubman in, in school that day. It was Black History Month. And, you know, me just telling you that story and saying how much that hurt, maybe a white person listening is like, oh, shit, like, that's not something funny I can say. No, nigga. Sorry. But no, that's not something funny you can say. Maji, like, no, you cannot say that. That hurt me so much. Whew. And so just this is a little bit teaching of white people now. Just watch what you say. And for black people, you know, take some time to pat yourself on the back. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate. We have done so much work. We have gotten so far. Not far enough, though. Um, I'm still waiting for these reparations. Yeah, what are y'all... I want to answer some questions that you have about colorism. So DM them. And this has been a great talk. I think that we learned a lot. I think that this is just an intro up to colorism. I, me and my girl Kiana will be doing a second part to this. Um, and we will be going in. So... Stay blessed, stay affirmed, appreciated, black and beautiful, and I will, you know, see y'all on the flip side. <laughs>